Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Don't waste the summer months staring at a screen trying to figure out who accepts your vision insurance. Pearl Vision works with all major vision plans, including iMed. Plus, when you bring in the receipt from your last eye exam, they'll apply up to $150 towards a new pair of glasses. Visit pearlvision.com to find your neighborhood eye care center today. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 10-31-2022. Exams available at the Independent Doctors of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision. Hi, this is Allison Arngram. You know me as Evil Nelly Olson from Little House on the Prairie. And I'm talking to you now with Jim and Florence on the forum. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Jocks. And welcome all our fans again. Last week, we want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast with with Gigi Garner. What a great show that was. You guys really came out for that. And uh, one of you even said shame on us for taking so much time off. But uh, James Garner's uh, daughter is doing such good work. We're going to be doing some stuff in the upcoming weeks for her, for her uh, animal rescue fund and her dog rescue fund, because that's obviously so important. But Florence, boy, shame on us for being gone and taking time off. Uh, How are you doing today? I'm doing great. And I also got a little bit of a backlash because people were missing our show. I had some of my uh, friends and family members who are actually out of state who let me know. They said they really, really missed the forum. And I told them, I said, it's year round. So we, we did need a little bit of a break. Sometimes you need you need to take that break just, just for yourself. We're back now and everyone's really excited. And in particular, they're very excited about our next guest because back by popular demand, Everybody wanted to hear from him again, and you guys let us know between the DMs and the emails and even on social media just publicly saying they wanted this man back. So we have him, Colin Macy O'Toole from Below Deck Med. Welcome, Colin. Your fans have been waiting for this. So Um, how are you doing, Colin? Good, good, good. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Colin, the first thing and the most important thing we want to get to is what are you up to? I know you have some things in the television world and some other stuff that you're working on that you can't discuss. It's very hush-hush. But what can you tell us about the things that you're working on right now? Um, yeah, so I, uh, I actually I took your advice, actually. I started uh, my own podcast, uh, I want to say, a couple of months ago called Radio Check uh, with Colin Maceo Tool. You can just search that on Apple Podcasts. I or loved it. SoundCloud. I loved yeah, thank it. You. I, thank you. I listened to every episode. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying to get, trying to still get some uh, some notes from you guys. Uh, so I listen all the time as well. So thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, sure. I'm just talking about uh, all the Blow Deck shows. You know, there's definitely a couple Blow Deck podcasts out there which discuss the episodes and everything, which is great. My focus is because I guess I'm in the Below Deck realm now. I try to get the actual Below Deck cast on, and I think it's easier for me to do that just because I was on the show. But I think more people want to hear about their experiences personally instead of like an episode recap, which I think most people do on their podcasts. 
So, uh, yeah, so I just try and reach out to various cast members and talk about, you know, maybe some behind-the-scenes stuff. And I think uh, a lot of people want to hear that, which is uh, – so I've gotten a lot of positive feedback so far, which has been great. And, uh, yeah, so – and then I've been working on uh, – I just pitched a show. not going to get too much into detail, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm in talks right now with that, and I'm hoping to uh, get the, uh, the okay on that soon. And uh, I'll keep you updated on that. And then yeah. uh, I just got offered uh, to do my own radio show on a, uh, a, a New York uh, radio station. Wow. So, uh, Congratulations. Yeah, so I got, I got a couple of things. I got a couple of things going on. And then um, so I, I just have like my, my hands in different projects right now. And it's been a lot of fun. I don't know what I'm doing, but it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> that's you. the Thank great you. part of it is just be you. And I think that's the thing. People say all the experience you have and all this stuff. I have no experience. I'm doing this on the fly. I'm learning as I go on. I, I talk to so many people that are successful. And, and that's kind of, I think, the refreshing part about you, Colin, is you're not kind of a part of the machine, the corporate machine. And and <laughs> I, I think this is what makes your, your show and what you're doing very genuine. And we want to give a big shout out to your mom and dad, Robin. Oh, thank we, you. Thank we you. had Robin thank on you. the show. She's very, we loved it. And uh, so big shout out to your family. Thank now, you. Now, Below thank Deck you. Mad, uh, a lot of people that talk about the show, who are you staying in touch with? Who do you consider kind of good friends with uh, from the show? And who are kind of the people that you see once in a while? Um, well, I uh, obviously, Joao. Joao and I are obviously besties. Mm-hmm. He's been traveling lately. I think he he went home to Zimbabwe for a little bit. He's been hanging out with his girlfriend, Michelle, for a little bit, traveling all over the place, which is nice. So he's doing really well. Uh, he's got some things in the works as well. I always talk to Anastasia and Asia, you know, just kind of popping in, just make sure everyone's doing all right. I think I, I saw Ben and... I saw Ben and... Uh, Kate at Avocon in November. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great, crazy time. Uh, he's doing well. He's he's doing all these events as well. Yeah, and I still talk to some people even from the from the first season. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Brooke is doing well. Casey, you know, everyone's doing great. Jamie's still in Florida, so I just try and you know just take a couple minutes, you know, once in a while, just be like, yeah, make sure you're doing all right. And uh, yeah, everyone seems to be doing really well. Yeah, they're all very nice people. Uh, I see Brooke and or Jamie and and Casey, and they seem like very nice people. So I'm glad. They're oh yeah. Doing- Absolutely. And Joao is now a captain, right? Yeah, he is a captain. I want to say in Miami. I always get Miami and Fort Lauderdale confused because they're only they're like right down the street. But yeah, I believe in Miami he's out of. Um, but yeah, he's been running his, his boat. He's been working like crazy down there. And uh, he's been upgrading his, trying to upgrade his license now. So he's been taking classes for the past couple of months. He's been working his, his butt off and uh, just trying to get that uh, same license as like bigger, like mega yachts, like Sandy yeah. and, and Captain Lee. So, you know, he's working. It's a lot of hard work and he's going crazy, but I you know, it's Joao. He's a very hard worker and I know he'll yeah. get there in no time. A lot of people have been asking about licensing and wow, don't they have to get like, yeah, they are. And that's why Joao's doing it because yeah. it, it is, these are very, obviously very expensive boats and, and ships. And, and like I said, you have to know what you're doing, parking, <laughs> parking it i mean a couple times sandy and Uh and captain lee have put it in places that i can't believe just (laughs) to to each side so it's pretty good now though another question people were asking did you ever feel on the show obviously they they do so much footage did you ever feel in the show that wow i wish they wouldn't have edited it that way it kind of made me look weird or look different or look bad did you ever kind of feel uncomfortable the way the show was edited once in a while? For me personally, I don't think I was actually I mean, one thing. It wasn't even really like a bad thing, but the first year 
first season in Italy, I it was the charter guest's birthday, and I asked production to rent me a guitar. And uh, so they got me a guitar, and I wrote a birthday song. It was like a, like a two-minute birthday song where, mm-hmm. like, everyone starts clapping and singing along. And it wound up being – it was so awesome, and they cut it out. And I was so pissed. Oh. Like, damn it, that would have been so awesome if they aired it, you know. But, uh, no, they didn't – no, but for the most part, like, you know, looking bad or anything, I, I think I was fine with everything. You know, maybe Joao got a little bad rap his first season talking about Conrad or over Conrad or whatever, maybe a couple times. But for the most part, yeah. everyone is exactly how they are on the screen. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a real show. There's minimal editing. Um, you know, it's, it's just the way it is. And people really act like that, sadly. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's why the show is so good. I think it's because it's just so authentic. Yeah, I think that, I mean, let's face it, Colin, if you would have took the guitar and busted someone over the head, they would have kept that sucker in. But just right. singing a nice song, making someone feel good, <laughs> that doesn't make Bravo's cutting floor. So that's yeah, not- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think I realized that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think in these shows, to be fair to the castmates, because, boy, it's easy to go on Twitter and destroy people for what they say or how it's perceived. To be taped, if us fans on Twitter were taped all the time and we're shown all the time and everything we say and everything we do and then put that tape on Twitter, we would get destroyed the same way that you're destroying these guys. So when I watch these shows, I don't really get too judgmental. I don't say, oh, this guy hates women or this woman's a pain in the butt or whatever. I look at it kind of as a whole. And I look at how I would kind of perceive it if I was on the boat and I was working at it. So I think sometimes when people get really nasty online, you know, slow your jets a little bit, slow your roll, realize that this is a very difficult thing to be taped 24 seven and to have people judge your every, the way you look, the way you dress, the way you act, the way you drink and eat. And then when you're drunk, a lot of people, when they're drunk, aren't very nice people. So (laughs) it's, it's just a, I think people need to kind of calm down online sometimes, Colin, when they when they look at you guys in these shows, because I think people get a little carried away. I don't know. Maybe you disagree, but I just no, think... no, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, it, it's it is hard. And the, the one thing that, that bothers me is when people online say, well, this is what you signed up for. Yeah, I, it is what I signed up for. But at the same time, like you don't have to. I don't know. I'm a very positive person. You don't have to mm-hmm. drag somebody down. Like, it's not like. You know, if you look on all the guys' Instagram accounts, they're, every single person is basically saying the same thing. Like, you suck, all this stuff, yeah. you're garbage. I'm like, all right, so, like, he's heard this before from 5,000 other people. You're thinking, like, you're 5,001. Like, now he's going to get the point. You know, it's like, just like, just like, like, you know, that makes you feel better, you know, for attacking, like, a 20-year-old, you know. Um, so stuff like that bothers me. Like, yes, everyone's going to have comments or everything, but, like, when you're – DMing somebody like, you know, F you or go die and all this, you know, all this like hateful stuff. It's like, you got, I mean, yeah, like, yes, you may not approve of someone's actions, but take, look at yourself in the mirror. Like, what are you doing? Bringing down these guys and you have nothing else to do, but to DM this person. And it's just crazy, just a crazy world we live in. And uh, like I say, I'm more of like a positive person. I'm always for positive messages and, or even like Sandy, Captain Sandy was great on Twitter uh, if someone messes up, she's like, yeah, you know, like this happened. But, you know, I think like I always say athlete answers like, yeah, we lost, but we'll get them next time. Like that type yep. of thing. 
Uh, and Sandy's very good with that. She's like, yeah, like he might have messed up, but, you know, give him a chance or whatever. He gets better and all that stuff. So I'm very positive. But, yeah, just bringing someone down just to make yourself feel better. It's, it's sad that there's a lot of people out there that do that. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Now, I wanted to ask about your mom. Your mom is the nicest, sweetest lady. Jim and I had the honor of speaking with her. And she's always been your number one fan. So supportive of you. She's been wonderful to us you know, online and always saying hello and retweeting and giving us her support. She is just the best lady. I wanted to know how, how is she doing? I know her and your dad are currently on vacation because I saw some photos. And she said she missed you. She's like, we're having a great time. Of course, of course. Just wanted to know, how's your mom doing? (laughs) They're good. My mom and my dad, they're doing great. They're uh, so they're both retired teachers. (laughs) You know, ever since they both retired, I think from November till March, they uh, they island hop in the Caribbean. So for like, you know, a week at a time. So, yeah, they just came back. They came back yesterday from or two days ago from Turks and Caicos. Three weeks Mm -hmm. ago, they just came back from Antigua. I think I forgot where they're going next in a couple of weeks. They're going, I think, to the Bahamas or something like that. But yeah, they're, they're doing really well. They're just enjoying, enjoying life. And yeah, my mom specifically, she's doing really well. She's still having fun with the show. They went on a, they went to dinner in Antigua and the waitress goes, uh, are you Colin's parents from below deck? And they're like, yeah. So like, no matter where they go, they're literally in the Caribbean and all these people are uh, noticing them. So uh, they're, they're having a lot of fun and I'm just very thankful for, for their support as well as, uh, you know, they're having a lot of fun with it. So it's, it's been great. I really enjoyed your, when uh, learning more about Courtney from below deck and yeah. i think that's why your show is so good because you could kind of get that in depth they trust you because they feel like you're one of them and i think it's really good because i have to be honest with you she bothered me a lot and okay. until i kind of got to talk talk to her how her feeling was because she just seemed like when she went on a date with brian it was so uncomfortable i literally had to change the channel when oh, <laughs> i need five day you know right um, right right Oh my God. And, and she, Oh, I'm so tired. I'm, I'm just can't stay away. I felt so bad for the guy. Cause we've all been on dates where people literally act like they want to be somewhere else. Right. And right. It, it was uncomfortable. So I did. And she is self deprecating sometimes. And I, I thought that was kind of good. So I think that's why your show kind of is, is I've enjoyed it because you kind of get a more in-depth thing and get their point of view and they know we all have quirks we all have our little issues with our personalities and stuff and I think what I liked about her is she, she was more down to earth than I thought she would be and that was a fun yeah. talk so I enjoyed uh, oh, well, thank you. learning I about that. her yeah Courtney's yeah, that- great she's uh she's a sweetheart and uh you know, I do agree with her in the sense like we work 14, 15 hour days. And after like we drop the charter guests off after we clean the boat, we only have a couple of hours before we go mm-hmm. out to dinner. And like we usually just try and sleep. You know, that's what I did every time. So, I mean, I understand like, you know, she didn't get, you know, she's probably shot. I, yeah. We are tired. We work a lot. So I did, I did get her sense. But I mean, I probably would have put on more of a fake uh, acting face to at least make Brian feel a little better than she did. But, uh, but no, she's a sweetheart and uh, she's really funny online. If you follow her. (laughs) 
yeah, she she's good. And so she kind of won me over because I was really like, oh, my gosh, who is this girl? You know, who does she think she is? And I think that's how she comes off. And that's why in the show, that's why your show could be so valuable. It's kind of getting the inside thought about uh, uh, what's going on. And now the 300-pound elephant in the room, below deck, I stopped watching I have to admit the last month, I just couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah, so much yeah. negativity. What did you think of the show this year? I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but what did you think about everyone's actions and just kind of the, the just a real bad negative spirit on this show? And it was really uncomfortable. I don't know if you felt the same, but I just, it was uncomfortable. You know, I, it was, it was, it was a little awkward, especially the whole van ride, the, the van ride on that night hour, Ashton was like punching the window. Oh. Um, you know, Spider-Man kissed Kate, you know, from the back seat. And then he tried to like, you know, almost went on, went flipped over the seat to like try and, I don't know if he, what his intentions were, but it looked like he was going to at least touch her when he was like fuming. Yeah. That was, that was hard to watch. And then, you know, Kevin kicking sand in, in Kate's face at the, at that last episode. And, Tanner just asking Kate, you know, like five times an episode, when are they going to have, you know, what time are they going to have sex and all this stuff. It's like, it was, it was awkward. Like it was really bad. And I, I'm like, Hey, I know I'm bad with girls, but like the way they approached it was so out of line. It was so, it was like, I agree with you. It was so awkward and it showed like, obviously that's, those are their actions. That's not editing. That's what they did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I interviewed Kate a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and she talked about the, the van ride and it was just, it couldn't imagine being like seeing this guy, like how much, you know, Ashton's a big dude, you know, climbing over the, the seat, trying to like get to her, you know, in anger, I would have been losing my mind. So, you know, for her, like walking off the boat, I don't blame her. You know, I'm surprised, you know, m- most of the girls didn't just walk off, you know, but yeah, it was very hard to watch. Yeah. I, like I said, this is what we sign up for, but you know, you can't, I guess you can, but you just don't black out. I think that's what it was. I think if it wasn't for the drink, if you cut the drinking out of the show, yeah. I think it would have been a good show. But most of it was alcohol-related, and uh, yeah, it did not turn out as well, I think, as they hoped. Yeah, when when he's not drinking, Ashton seems like a nice guy. When he's drinking, you want to beat the crap out of him. I mean, he's just he's just totally different. And I think the problem I had with, with Ashton is when you're a leader, you can't be trying to sleep with everybody. You can't be showing you're an idiot when you're drunk. You can't be acting the fool when you're going out. And I think that, and then expect people when you come back now, respect me. Now, Kate is Kate. Janabi's underhand remarks. You just take her with a grain of salt. That's what she is. And she seems like a nice person. And I, she's done some charity work and I, I, I don't worship Kate like some of these people do, but I think she's funny. And I think she brings something to the show. I think the problem I have with all these guys is when I drink, I get happier. And I, 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 I <laughs> get, yeah, I get enjoy, you know, I just enjoy, joy life. I love the taste of alcohol. So I don't really drink to get drunk. Right. But these guys seem to like, we're going to get so drunk and we're just going to be so out of control. We're going to party hardy. And boy, their actions. Ashton, boy, I, I just, if I were Ashton to do damage control, I would go to rehab or something, or I would say I'm not drinking anymore. Right. And because that type of person's unacceptable. And I think yeah. if he acted that way, it, people would react to him better. Yeah, I had, um, 
I had him on my podcast, like right after that van episode, mm-hmm. and I got so much backlash. You know, people were like, "I can't believe cursing me out." You know, I'm I'm the bad guy now for interviewing him. I I had him on because I thought he I was supposed to actually have him on a couple of weeks earlier than I did, and he wanted to wait because I was I don't know what's going to happen on the show. He does, so he wanted to wait until that episode aired. So mm-hmm. I interviewing him thinking he was going to be very apologetic and remorseful, and it didn't really come across that way. You know, I thought it would have been a good platform for him to kind of just, yeah, like just be apologetic and just be like, I'm sorry for my actions and all this stuff. And it was kind of like a sorry, but, you know, yeah. everything was sorry, but this is what happened. Like, just, you know, just suck it up, you know, just be a man and apologize for everything you did and like, don't make excuses, that type of thing. And then I had Kate on and it was good to kind of balance that out to see like both sides of the story there. But yeah, I mean, Ashton, he's having a hard time. I, you know, I, on his Instagram, he hasn't, I remember, I think it was during Christmas time, like that whole month of of December, he didn't post anything. And people were just commenting on whatever his last post was a month before, just still just, just killing him. And I, there's, there's, I know he's going to get a lot of crap, but, at the same time, I wanted to make sure he was like mentally doing okay. You know, it yeah. gets to you. You know, I, I was getting hate from just doing the podcast with him and I was going crazy for like a week or two, you know, just cause I never really got that, that before. So I can understand how people just get a little, uh, you know, they just hide cause at the same, like, that's all you can do really. It's, it, it's sad. Oh, it is. And Florence and I talked about it and I said, oh, Colin, should you do Ashton? You're going to get killed. But I thought that took guts and I totally respected you for it because when even if I disagree with someone, I don't mind listening to their point of view. I may still not agree with them. Sure. I may still not like them, but I am. I just think it's so pathetic to go online and say such vile things to make yourself feel better about yourself and to destroy someone else. I think it's just just stupid. The thing, because everybody acting like Riley is this perfect woman and this amazing and she's strong. No, she isn't. She's got a lot of growing up to do. She said it at times. I have a horrible temper. There's ways of going about something. You don't lose your mind if you think you're being wrong. Try to work out it. And I think she tried for the first time in two years. She did try to talk to Ashton. But by then, Ashton wouldn't give her a chance. And I think that was that time on the deck when she said, could we talk? And she right. was being mature. She went about it right. But Ashton was like, no, you're done. I, I just don't like you. You just do what I say, and that's it. And then they parted. Went <clears throat> yeah. Back to being yeah, it, for, yeah, but Ashton and Riley together specifically, they were kind of like, uh, you know, like, you know, a lighter and, and gas yeah. fluid, you know. Um, it was just one of those matchups that they were just never going to work. You know, and the first season, you know, Riley, I feel like kind of had a case, you know, with Ross and Ashton, uh, you know, they were kind of. She, I feel like she was kind of left out in the first season. Um, it was kind of like the guys doing like the like all the work, and she was just mm-hmm. kind of in the background. So I understand the bosun tells you what to do. I don't care if you don't like him specifically. Yeah. You you got to do it, and that's just the way it is. And I think that she had a hard time with that. I'm really good friends with Riley, and she's a sweetheart as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's you know she's just gonna have to work on I think the whole hierarchy of of things. We've all had bought. I I own my own corporation, own my own, but do what I'm told. Why am I doing this? Oh my gosh, you just do it. That's kind of the hierarchy of of especially of boats and ships. You there's a really respectful hierarchy. <clears throat> And you just can't say, well, I think this person, I know we live in a different society where respect's weird, but I think people get way too carried away with themselves. And it's, if the captain asks you to do something, do it. It doesn't matter if it's not your job or if it's not in your job, job description, 
be a team player, go do it. And then that's how you get respect. And that's how people like you better. Yeah. And people will respect you better. I uh, think with Tyler Ross, yeah, and- Tyler Ross uh, Chandler, oh. Chandler was the bosun at the time. Oh, horrible, horrible um, leadership. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And I think a lot of, I think a lot, of, I always say this a lot to people as well. I think a lot of it has to do with age. You know, I worked at the, the Far Island Ferries. I started when I was 15 as a deckhand. And I was, I had, you know, numerous ranks above me. And I became a captain at 19. And I still had bosses above me. So like going into to the show, the first year I was 30, I think. And Conrad was 22. That's why I was and, thinking Conrad. Yeah, Con- oh, yeah, Conrad with me. Yeah, Conrad is 22 at the time, and I'm 30, but he's a bosun. So, like, I knew growing up, you know, I know that there's rank, and I know you have to respect whoever, whatever the title is. I think a lot of these people, they start, you know, in the yachting world when they're in their young to mid-20s, and, oh, well, I'm not going to listen to this guy. This guy's a kid. Or, yeah. you know, whatever. Titles don't mean anything to me. Like, I grew up at, in high school you know, at a young age growing up through those ranks, kind of similar to what you did when you were younger. And you just kind of, that's how you learn, you know? And I think yeah. that's how you get the respect of like whatever the, the person above you is doing. And a lot of these guys who are just coming into the industry at like a mid, mid twenties, young to mid twenties. They just don't care. Yeah. Um, and they were never really, I guess, really taught that. And I think that's a, that plays a big part in, uh, you know, some of this drama, you know, with, with rank and everything on the show. And then it's wrong when right Ross and everyone else, they 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 like to sleep with Riley, but they don't really want to work with her. And I'm thinking, yeah, you yeah. know, that's the. If I were on that show, I think you did it right. Flirt, you know, have there's pretty girls get shut times, down. <laughs> there's there's no marry. There's no marriages coming out of below deck and below deck med. There's no happy ever afters. These these are relationships. What do they call them? Yacht relationships. There are yeah. no. This is it's about as successful as The Bachelor in creating good marriages. <laughs> so don't freaking you know. I would not hook up with people. I would I would just keep it flirty and fun and keep them as friends. And that's how I would do. It. Especially if you're in a thing of leadership. Ashton obviously wasn't he an adult dancer? Yes, he was. Yeah, so I mean, there's there's not a lot of, and no offense to Ashton, there's not a lot of hand holding or going to church with with that lifestyle. Right, right. So right. again, but when you go to a regular job, I what shocks me is just people sleeping around so much. And I know we have a different generation and Tinder and all this stuff, but I think I, I just don't get working with people and then trying to sleep with them and then thinking that's going to work out in the work atmosphere. It's yeah. not. I, I think it's, I never really understood it until I did the show. I'm not a yachty and by any means I'm, I'm a homebody. Like I have an, I'm like one of the only people on the show that has like an apartment, you know, these guys, mm-hmm. they bounce from boat to boat. And uh, kind of similar to what Joao and Brooke were doing uh, when they were dating, they were jumping from boat to boat, but because the community is actually so small, they mm-hmm. were trying to get a job on the same boat. That's something you can do because everyone kind of knows each other in the, in the yachting uh, community. So like when you have like a boat manse, you can make it work. It is obviously very, very difficult. But you know, for me who has like 
an actual like an actual address compared to someone that is just bouncing from boat to boat in Europe. Like I knew off the hand, I was like, there's no way, even if I, yeah. we were a couple, there's no way in hell I would make this work. <laughs> you no, know, there's so, no way. yeah, I just tried to be a little realistic about it. Yeah. I, I didn't see you and Anastasia in Sri Lanka, uh, you know, <laughs> having yeah, kids. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so you got to be realistic, <laughs> but I think that's a mature way you're, and let's face it, you're a little bit older than these, than some of the other ones. They're more, yeah, in their, exactly. They're young twenties. You're, you're in your young thirties. And, and so I think you had a little bit more maturity, a little bit oh. more family background too. So you're telling me, I know Adam, they did a big spread on him. I forget which magazine about him and his van. So most of the people on these boats actually don't even have, a home they they just live on boat to boat yeah they live on boats um you know they go from boat boat to boat or they live in a, a crew house which is uh basically a a house for yachties that are either just doing day charters or they're coming back from you know whatever trip they're doing it's called a crew house it's like i have an apartment i mean a lot of people have apartments but most people they just live on the boat that they're working on whatever the season is say it's like six months four months long and then, you know, maybe they'll have some time off. They crash at their friend's house and then they travel the world, you know, on their time off. And that's what, that's what they do. Um, you know, I love traveling. I really do. But I also mm-hmm. love sleeping in my own bed. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like the little things. I love my own bed, you know, sleeping on couches. You know, it's not, that's not really for me. But like I said, I'm 32. I think Hannah and I were like the, the oldest ones on the, on the show. Yeah, so that's, that's what they do. But that's why they, you know, when you're making money, you know, yeah, I'll sleep on a boat if you're, if you're paying me money because the money is very good, very yeah. good. And, uh, you know, yeah, if, if that's something I was interested in, yeah, I would definitely do it. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't think that's for me. What was your weirdest interaction with a guest? Weirdest interaction with a guest? I think it Being was – I think it was in France. It was a, a it was just the, the all female group, oh, um, yeah. and I was uh, I was setting up the the golf at the on the swim platform, and they were checking that. they were checking out my butt. And they're like, "Oh, you got the best ass on the boat," and I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> like I don't like you know it's better than your mom. Love that. Oh, we yeah, asked yeah, your mom yeah. On the show, she goes, You're checking out my son. <laughs> so, uh, so, but, yeah, uh, just- yeah, no, it's, it's, it's funny. Uh, you know, it, it's harmful, harmful, you know, flirting sure. or whatever. But, um, no, yeah, it's always awkward when you're talking about, um, you know, either f- physical appearance or whatever. I, I think um, uh, Simone this past season, she had uh, some awkwardness with uh, like the first charter guest with the garter on her leg oh, and all that. Oh, God. He um, was creepy. Yeah, I feel bad for for the women that have to deal with that stuff. And that's on a TV show. Imagine a regular charter uh, that, that you're dealing with billionaires or whatever. And then the females that have to deal with that nonsense. Um, I think I had, I think Courtney I had on, on my show. And she said that there are a lot of people that will, you know, the guys will just pay the girls off to not say anything. I'm like, that is yeah. just so awful, <laughs> you know? Um, but that's, I guess that's the reality of, of, the world right now which is sad well it was in my world too i worked at, at I, worked I shouldn't even say it i worked at a, country, a famous country club in napa valley and boy it was amazing the rich people they would give you envelopes and come meet me in my room and here's my right. room key and all this and you look and they're they're married to a, a head of a, a corporation that makes billions of dollars and you're like oh my gosh okay do i go mess around with this girl get all this money get killed uh, or get caught, or what do you do? So yeah, it's a crazy, crazy lifestyle. I could tell you stories, Colin. 
but uh, and I was a good boy like you, Colin. Uh, <laughs> they they used to call me John Boy for John Boy Walton. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do that <laughs> stuff. I was a good boy. But good, uh, good. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but now when you're looking back, Colin, was there? Oh, another question I had. Maybe this guy's being mean spirited. He, he said. Is Colin as clumsy as he looks on the show? <laughs> uh, that was only because of last season. Um, <laughs> you know, the first, you know, what's, what's also what makes the show great is, um, you know, you put nine random people on a boat that you've never worked with before. Uh, just things are just randomly just going to happen. You know, like I broke, like, you know, I, I'm not, I don't work on these boats. So like, I'm still getting used to like how things work and everything. Sure. So yeah. So last season, I think it was like the first day we were leaving and uh, I was in like the, the lazarette and I just couldn't see what was in front of me. And I just stepped and I fell and I just, you know, I haven't, I've never been in the, this boat before. So I'm not used to like the, you know, the layout and everything. And yeah. And that was the first time. And then the second time I just didn't have my boat shoes on. And uh, I was running around the deck, and I got my toe stuck under the hatch. And mm-hmm. uh, that's how I fell and hurt my arm. But uh, I'm usually pretty good. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of goof. <laughs> I'm pretty doofy in, in real life, but uh, not, as, not as bad as uh, you saw on the show. Was there ever a time that you kind of uh, regretted going on the show? And another question we had, uh, is there any guests that really just you didn't like and you just made – you could say it now because you're not on the show. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there any guests that just really bugged you? Um, with the the regret thing, uh, I don't regret anything. Uh, I I love the show. Uh, I had a really great time with it. Not only just because of the positive feedback, but I just had, had a really good time just in general. Everyone was so nice to me. Everyone online has just been so nice and supportive, and mm-hmm. um, just the experience itself. I, I went into I went to the show as a real job, which it is. I applied online, and the next day I got a call saying that they wanted me to do the show. So you know, saying I've worked on two multi million dollar yachts in the middle of of the Mediterranean, uh, that itself is just, I was just in shock. I've never been to Europe before. So uh, it was just wild, just wild experience, uh, you know, more than words can say. And then the charter guests, um, I'm just trying to think of the really bad ones. I mean, the nuts ladies in Italy, um, they were pretty bad. Um, yeah. There was someone else that um, the Persians with the with the Don Julio, uh, the, the you know the eighteen forty two or whatever oh, it was. Yeah, um, <laughs> I remember those people. Those, I think those guys they didn't show half of what of what they were um, of what they were doing on the boat, and I, I think those guys they topped it off because they were just a pain in our ass. Yeah, they were. Um, I, I I've dealt when you're in the service industry, you deal with people like that. And you're just like, oh, my God, Kate is the classic. She'll come back with these smart mouth answers or sarcastic things, just crack you up. Uh, is there any that you just kind of because I know I think it was Jow who said that there's people that you avoid and you just kind of don't like them, the guests, and you just kind of go to the other side. Was there any situations that that happened to you, too, where you just said, oh, my gosh, I'm sick of these people. I, I got to get away. Yeah, I mean, this uh, I want to say in France, I think we had really good guests. Um, for the most part, I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, like the the rapping, the rapper um, that oh. we had, we did, like they were they were really they were they were so nice, and we we're you know it's fun. Like like that's what they do. They're they're fun and they they interact with you, which is great. I love. I always tell people I love when charter guests they ask, uh, oh, where are you from, or how'd you get into the industry? Like they they ask you questions, which is which to me is such a positive. And you know if they want to get to know me a little better, I'm gonna work 
that much harder to make sure that your trip is that much better. For the most part in France, I think we had a lot, uh, you know, for the most part, all those people were very nice. Johnny Damien, all their, their guys, uh, they were super nice. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, Johnny, Johnny Damien just helping us with the jet ski, which was kind that of embarrassing. But yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. But um, no, they're, they're all so nice. Yeah, if they're in an attitude or, you know, they're not getting the job, you know, say they're just not happy with their trip, you know, I'll just hang out on the swim platform while the girls deal with uh, serving them <laughs> in, inside. Because they, they def- I always say all the time, they have the hardest job by far. Oh, yes. Now, Colin, I also uh, got some questions from your fans. Of course, the ladies <laughs> all had the same question they had the last time. Um, yeah, they yeah, all yeah. want to know if you're dating. They want to know about your love life. They all want to know if you're available because apparently they are. <laughs> and basically they just want to know how things are going for you in that department. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm still, I'm still dating or trying to date anyway. Um, you know, like I said, I have like all these projects going on right now. Uh, I've been traveling a lot. I've been, yeah. been doing these, these gigs with uh, Captain Lee and Kate uh, over the country. Uh, we do kind of like these Q and A's and I, and I host them. Uh, we just did a casino in Ohio. We're doing one in uh, I think uh, the rock hard rock in Miami uh, in a couple of months. So, I mean, I'm, I'm traveling a lot. I, I, I'm focused more on like my radio show. And now I have like this TV show that I'm pitching. So, I mean, I'm trying to date. It's still hard a little bit because they know who I am, which is kind of difficult. You would think it would be easier, but I've had people that asked me, you know, first question, oh, like, can I get tickets to watch what happens live? So, you know, um, obviously mm-hmm. they're there for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I've had, I've had people's uh, friends reached out to me. Um, hey, I heard you went out with my friend last night. That's awesome. So, like, obviously, she told them, like, oh, I went out with Colin from Blue. It wasn't like, oh, I went out with a guy last night. It was yeah. like, oh, I went out with Colin, you know. So that bothers me a lot. But at the same time, it's kind of fun because I've gone out with a couple people that haven't watched the show before. And I don't, I don't talk about the show unless I kind of, like, have to. Um, so there, mm-hmm. were, there were two times I went on a first date with someone, and there was a group of people that came up to me uh, and asked for a picture and uh, they left, and my date was like, what was that all about? <laughs> so, uh, you know, they had no idea what was going on, but it was, uh, that's kind of fun. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's hard, you know. There are a lot of guys that I know that take advantage of that, that love the yeah. attention, oh, and, you know. But, uh, you know, I, it's, what's the point? It's just a waste of time to me, and uh, I just really mm-hmm. want to find someone genuine. So celebrity can be a double-edged sword, because in one respect, it's kind of fun, but then in the other respect, you don't know if the person is genuine and if they want to be with you or with Colin from Below Deck Med. Right, so exactly. On that. Yeah, that would bother me too, I, I have to admit. But the other question, and again, there were a lot of questions, but overall, the uh, question was, do you see yourself back on reality TV? Because people really miss you on TV. Would you ever consider going back to below deck med if they asked or would you could you see yourself doing another reality tv show uh yeah obviously i would i would definitely do uh another below deck if uh sandy or or captain lee you know wants me i'm i'm always there for them uh they're both sweethearts and uh especially captain lee who i haven't worked with before but with doing these events he's like the nicest guy ever and uh, we really hit it off. He was like, yeah, if, maybe if someone gets fired, if I fire someone, I'll let you know. But um, no, Sandy and Captain Lee, they're, they're both sweethearts. And uh, obviously, if they need my help, blink of eye, I, I would be over to wherever they are. Yeah, I would definitely help them out. And then in regards to um, another show, I, uh, 
you kind of have to wait, I guess, for that. The, uh, the TV show I'm pitching mm-hmm. is a, um, uh, I'm trying to word this, is a, it's a spinoff of a show, a current show <laughs> on Bravo, and that's all I'm going to say. And uh, right now it's in, it's in the, the, the works. It's right in, now in the works, and um, I'm, hoping, uh, I'm hoping it gets the approval, and uh, hopefully we start filming soon. Bravo, could you please put people that we like on? That would be that Jim <laughs> would yeah, like. Colin is yeah. missed. The only reason I started watching Below Deck Med was because of Colin. I said, gosh, that's a really nice guy. I, I'm the opposite. I don't want to see a bunch of people fighting, a bunch of people telling. I mean, I watched five minutes of Vanderpump Rules, uh, and I'm just like, the, I got to go take a shower. These people, <laughs> this is scary. And, and balance. This, you need yeah, this balance is, both. Yeah, and this is what I want, is I want people that I watch – for entertainment and for like i think our world has so much drama and so much negativity mm-hmm. and so much anger I that i just get really really bored with all the stuff that's on so i think you're a breath of fresh air on television and i think bravo yeah. i know they love their drama and they love crazy people and all this stuff but i think you're very much miss colin well and thank you, you are welcome that. on our show anytime you want come on if your show gets accepted colin please come on our our show and, and explain it and talk about it because i think the fans would love to hear from you yeah absolutely i'll you guys will be the first ones uh to know trust me it'll be uh hopefully get oh, it we're in the works right now so hopefully uh you know if it's not too late hopefully it gets uh the approval and we can start working uh you know, go full speed on this thing. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Last question. I have friends that are on UConn, man, and, and, and other shows that are, and they tell me literally they find out two weeks before the show's going to tape, one, even if they're going to have a show that year, and two, for them to get ready for the show. And now they're doing UConn, man, and literally they did no marketing, no nothing, and all of a sudden now after two years – episodes just start popping up is that kind of how it is with below deck do they give you any type of leeway a heads up or is it just kind of calling do you want to be on the show we're taping in two weeks yeah two weeks i wish i uh (laughs) i my first year in italy i found out friday night of labor day and they asked me if i could fly out on sunday wow um, to go to italy and then uh france france was even better uh france i was it was also labor day weekend i just had my my best friend's wedding uh, i was at his wedding party friday the friday night of um you know labor day weekend so the next morning i get a call um 8 a.m i'm you know i might have had a little too much to drink at my friend's wedding sure. uh 8 a.m you know i'm a little banged up and uh they're like yeah can you come to france tomorrow i'm like oh my god what and so like i went back to sleep and i woke up at you know whatever 11 12 you know and i was like i think i have to go to france tomorrow and like it like just kind of like double you know it just hit me i'm like so i was like yeah sure sure i'll go I'll, yeah whatever i'll just go and then i just kind of like rethought about the phone call i was like i think i have to go to france tomorrow so yeah, literally it was like a not even a twenty four hour turnaround. I just oh packed my all my stuff up gosh. and uh, we started filming the next day. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, oh and, and I always tell the people like Fifty One Minds, they work their asses off. I mean, they there's just so much stuff that they have to deal with that a lot of people don't understand. Like there's sure. first of all, you have to find a, a, a boat. You have to find well, you have to get the approval of the boat. You have to mm-hmm. find a marina that fits the boat. You have to get a hotel for the crew. You have to mm-hmm. get 
we get a water taxi that drives us out. Well, not us, but for the production crew, because it's an AM, PM crew. You, there's, you have to go to all the restaurants and bars that we go to at mm-hmm. night. There's all these ports, uh, you know, for the charter guests that we have to figure out, you know, get licenses for. It's, there's, it's just nonstop. And our show is, is the most expensive show on Bravo, obviously. True. Um, you know, it's because of everything that's going on. They strip this boat down. They put all these wires and cameras. They, like, they're there for like months, like a month or two beforehand, just working nonstop. Yeah, it's, the casting is the very last thing that they do because they just mm-hmm. have so much else going on. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's a crazy it's a crazy world, and uh, you know I think that's why they that's why the show is so good because they they're just so intricate with details and yeah. So the crew, the cast, I mean, it'll come, you know. But I think the sure. bigger picture is is you know if there's no boat, there's no show essentially. So you know priorities first. But uh, no, it's I wish I had two weeks. <laughs> Bravo did fly you first class too, right? Uh they did not. What? Actually. No, they did not. Bravo, uh, you cheapskate. <laughs> no, I mean, if I get called back again, I'll uh, maybe I'll uh, demand a little, maybe, at least to, to business class, at least. <laughs> I want to see you off that plane with sunglasses, a big cigar, and out of first class with two women on each arm, Colin. Come on. No, I mean, I'm, I'm a sleeper anyway. You know, all I'm going to do for six hours is just sleep the whole time anyway. So, uh, no, it's fine. It's fine by me. One of your ex shows, Jal was asked, "What you gotta hate something about Colin?" He goes, "Yeah, he goes to sleep at ten. <laughs> yeah, I go, yeah, I go to bed really early. But I also, I also, my this is something I I don't really tell people much. Um, on the show, we do um, anchor watch, so someone is always uh, a deck crew is always up, you know, in the um, bridge, sure. just making sure the anchor doesn't drag or anything like that. And I always did the four a.m. shift." Because I always went down, you know, you get, you go down between like, yeah, 10 o'clock ish. And because of that, I don't really have to deal with the charter guests. I was like, I'll go to bed now, wake up at four o'clock. There's no one up. I'm basically uh, hanging out. I'm texting my, my parents. Cause at the time it's, it's a six hour difference. So it's like nine o'clock, you know, 9 PM, you know, in the States. So I was like, yeah, I'll do the 4 a.m. shift. No problem. So I always went to bed early and just <laughs> sure. you know, tried to get away from the charter guests a little bit. But uh, yeah, that was my little, uh, my little getaway. Sure. See, you and Courtney would be a great couple. You guys would go to sleep at nine, get up at four. <laughs> It'd be great. But yeah, uh, yeah. thank you, Colin, for being on our show. Florence and I so much uh, love your, you and yeah. your family. Uh, one of these days when we're, in New York, when we're in New York, we'd love to meet up with you have a drink yeah uh, please please do oh that would be so yeah. much fun but uh please keep us abreast let us know anything we could do for you we're going to be putting this out on tuesday and please 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 check out binge listen to his shows and we're going to be promoting a lot of the things that colin has up and fingers crossed that his show for bravo will be uh posted bravo first class <laughs> yeah. but uh, yes, don't bravo, be cheap bravo. andy gets everything come on give it give it colin's important so <laughs> anyway colin you take care is there anything else you'd like to add uh no just uh just follow me on instagram uh colin underscore maceo tool or twitter colin maceo tool uh and then yeah just just uh, subscribe to my podcast uh radio check but with colin maceo tool and we'll be posting all these next week. So yeah, please, please, please support Colin. I know 
Uh, a lot of Bravo fans out there, and we love you guys. Uh, you guys are interesting. <laughs> Some of the things I get from you is very interesting. Some are very long, but I, I read everything you send us, and uh, we appreciate all you do. But thank you so much, Colin, and uh, you're, you're, a, you're a friend of the show. Thank you, guys. And you guys are great. Come on. Thanks so much. All right, you take care. Thank you, Colin. 